go. Start whenever you want. Let me know. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Circuit Python Weekly for 28 January 2019. I am Katni, and I am sponsored by Adafruit to work on Circuit Python. Circuit Python is a version of Python that runs on microcontrollers, which are itty bitty little computers that are on circuit boards. Um, it's designed to make learning about electronics and um, about programming to make both of those things super simple uh, and really easy to get into. Uh, so we are working to lower the barrier for entry to uh, programming and electronics. And uh, that is what CircuitPython is. So every week we get together and we do uh, a meeting that has multiple parts. Uh, the first part is we talk about the state of CircuitPython in the libraries. Um, we discuss sort of statistics and uh, just how things are going um, in both the, the core of the project and uh, in the libraries for the project. Um, the second part is hug reports, which we will do as a round robin. Uh, I will start as an example, uh, but then we will go around to everyone. Hug reports are a chance to call out someone for doing something great. Um, we like to make sure that everyone gets recognition uh, for doing good things. Um, that's what Hug Reports gives everyone an opportunity to do. The next part will be status updates, where um, you uh, can talk about for, for a couple minutes about the, what you've been doing over the course of the last week since the last meeting, and then discuss what it is you'll be doing uh, between now and the next meeting. This gives everyone an opportunity to talk about what they're going to be doing, but also it gives other people an opportunity to perhaps provide feedback or suggestions or that sort of thing about what it is that you're doing. Um, it's, uh, it's a thing that we started really early on um, as a sync up between the, the core people who work on CircuitPython. And now um, it's an opportunity for the community to engage and uh, for us to know what everyone's doing. So that's what uh, status updates will be. And then the very last part we lovingly call in the weeds, which uh, is where we will put any long form discussions about any sort of topic. If you have um, any sort of in the weeds topics, you can feel free to post them into the text chat at any time and we can get those added and then discuss them at the end. The idea is that if you are watching this later um, and you don't want to uh, listen to any, like the longer form uh, discussions that we have, you can listen to the rest of it and then not worry about the end of it. Um, which brings me to another important thing. This meeting is recorded. Um, we are recording both uh, audio and the text chat. So if you are in the meeting, uh, be aware that we are recording it. Uh, we post it later, and uh, that way, if anyone wants to watch it afterwards who couldn't make it, uh, that's an option. And we do take notes, so which will have timestamps. So you can skim through the notes, and perhaps there's something interesting to you, and you'll be able to skip right to that in the video. Um, I think that covers everything. So with that, uh, we will get into the state of CircuitPython in the libraries. So overall, we had 44 pull requests merged, which is great. Uh, we had seven authors and five reviewers. Um, we like to call out people who are first-time authors, and uh, this week our first-time author is Melissa Girl. 
uh, or Maker Melissa. Um, so thank you so much for joining into um, into being a, a contributor to to CircuitPython. That's super great. Um, and we had nine closed issues by five people and six open by six people. So we're down a little bit overall, uh, which is good. And uh, with that, I will turn it over to Scott to talk about the core. All right, thank you, Katni. Um, so uh, in the last week, as of, I believe last night, we had uh, 21 pull requests merged uh, into the core, which is a lot that seems higher than I would expect <laughs> uh, from four authors and four reviewers uh, including uh, Tasm Devil is one of the new folks uh, doing German translations uh, we have 10 open pull requests uh, and those are listed in the notes um, we had one closed issue by one person and three open by three people so we're uh, increasing the number of issues just a little bit um, download stats wise, uh, this is a little out of date. Uh, this is our, these notes are unstable 4.0 beta one or beta zero. And I released beta one last night. Um, but while beta zero was the latest, we had 156 total downloads. Uh, if you want to see a breakdown by board and or language, uh, you could check that out, um, in the notes. Uh, stable wise, we had uh, 3.1.2 is our latest stable release and we've We've had uh, 2,787 total downloads. Um, and again, if you want to see board breakdowns, you can check the notes for that. Um, and that's it for the core. Excellent. Thanks, Scott. Mm -hmm. So now we'll talk a little bit about the libraries. Um, we had 23 pull requests merged, which is excellent. And once again, thank you to our new uh, author, Melissa Girl. Um, and thank you to our five reviewers, uh, which without reviewing, uh, our pull requests did not get merged. So they are um, as important as the authors to all of us. Um, we currently have 10 open pull requests. Um, we had eight issues closed by five people and three open by three people. So we're down a little bit, which is excellent. We have 61 open issues. Um, all of these are available in the notes uh, if you're interested in taking a look. As well with the libraries, there is a uh, an issue on the CircuitPython repo itself that has uh, similar notes um, that are much more detailed uh, that cover uh, all the things that are going on with the libraries, uh, all the issues, that sort of thing. And it's all um, aggregated in one place uh, because the libraries themselves are obviously across multiple repos. So if you're interested in contributing or getting started, uh, working on the libraries is an excellent way to uh, get into things. Um, so. The rest of the notes cover just issues that are uh, on the actual repos. Um, some of these things are stuff that uh, other people can work on and other things are just things we have to fix. So if you want more details, check out the issue that's on the CircuitPython repo because it has uh, every single one of these things listed out instead of them being um, collapsed uh, in the current notes. And with that, uh, that is the state of CircuitPython. So now we'll move on to hug reports. So once again, hug reports are a chance to call out other people for good things. Um, I will start as an example, and then we will go down the list. Um, there are a couple, if, if, if anybody entered any notes uh, that is not available, or not in the meeting rather, um, we'll read them out as we go. Um, 
and uh, if you're lurking, uh, we will skip over you. So just go ahead and let us know um, if you're lurking. So uh, I will get started. Um, I wanted to give a hug report to Carter for helping me test the PN532 on Raspberry Pi. Um, that was incredibly helpful. Uh, Carter tested uh, the library, tested, tested all the possible ways of using that board. I uh, found some issues, uh, but was able to give me all of the pinouts and I needed to update the guide. So that was uh, super helpful. Um, I wanna give a hug report to maker Melissa for starting to go through the library issues and fixing them. That's fantastic. Uh, and for keeping up with the releases on the library she's updating, also fantastic because we like to make sure that uh, the releases are up to date. Um, so thank you very much for doing that. And I wanna uh, give a shout out to K-Town for helping me get started in Eagle. I will be making my first Eagle part soon and um, Kevin was helping me uh, get started with that. So that is my hug reports. Next up we have maker Melissa. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Perfect. I'm using a new microphone. So. Nice. Uh, I wanted to give a hug report to Katni for helping with integrating my library into the bundle and getting me started with working on library issues. And I wanted to give a hug report to Dan H for being on top of reviewing the Fram library changes I made. Also, I just changed my... Uh, GitHub user account to Maker Melissa, so it shouldn't be as confusing anymore. Oh, excellent. Good to know. All right. Uh, next up, we have Sean Heimel, who is uh, lurking with no mic for this meeting, but put in some hug reports in the notes. So I'm going to read those off. A hug report to Lady Ada for merging my pull request so quickly, and a hug report to Sedacious for helping me figure out how to sync submodules. All right, next up, uh, we also have some more notes for people who are not in the meeting. So I will read these off. These are hug reports from Sedacious, uh, Tan Newt and Carter for help and encouragement with working on on-disk bitmap, to Diastles for a sweet guide on extending CircuitPython, and to Dan H for a sweet, sweet Circus Python demo. Next up, we have Summersoft. Summersoft put notes in the notes. So I will read those. There we go. I will read those off. Uh, Jerry N for IDing and Maker Melissa for fixing the FRAM address issues. Sean Heimel for continuing to add the Spark Fun boards. And Group Hug to cover all the things I'm forgetting. All right. Uh, Scott. Hello. Um... So uh, first and foremost, I wanted to say uh, thank you to Damien for the releasing of MicroPython 1.10. I'm very excited about that. I was already trying to brainstorm when we'll pick that up. Uh, you won't see it before 4.0, but I think maybe what we'll do is we'll do 4.0, merge in 1.10, and call it 4.1. Uh, do just like a release candidate to make sure it's all hunky-dory. Uh, nice. So that should be good. And then... Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Matty T for the Melbourne MicroPython meetup videos. Uh, he runs a MicroPython meetup that happens every month, which is where Damien lives. So it's kind of that like inner circle of, of MicroPython folks. And, a, and he always does a really good overview presentation of like what he sees in the world of 
hardware and MicroPython and CircuitPython. So um, those videos are great. And he just posted no November's and January's as well. So those are great. So thanks to Maddie for, for being an advocate for um, MicroPython in general. Um, I wanted to say a shout out to Katni for the closer look that uh, she gave to the CircuitPython 2019 post. I went over the that stuff last night. Um, really appreciate the the second look. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you to Nick Zoic for the touch support on NRF. Um, we were actually just talking about this in our previous meeting, and it's more general than NRF as well. So that'll be really good uh, baseline touch support for uh, all of the ports, which is really cool. And then lastly, I just wanted to shout out Roy. I, I don't remember if I did last week, but um, we just merged into Pixel Bus support, which is really exciting for um native uh like just increasing the speed of neopixel animations and stuff um mm -hmm. so huge thank you to roy for his persistence in that uh pr it it lasted way longer than i like prs too but it's finally done and it's finally checked in so congrats to roy on that i'm uh, really looking forward to seeing that uh fully come to fruition so those are my hug reports excellent thanks scott mm -hmm. all right tg techie uh, just a gr group hug for this week, um, with a, a special hug for, uh, got for merging in, uh, my fixes to my mistakes I made. All right. Excellent. So let me take a look here. Uh, we have next up is Brent. Um, hug report to Jerry for spotting an issue in a guide I released, um, got it fixed, and there were some other guides that were impacted by it. Excellent. All right, we have a lot of lurking, and uh, that gets us to Dan. Hi. Uh, so <clears throat> try to find the um, mute button. Uh, so... Uh, Thanks to Jerry for as soon as I published the libraries and, and the um, pull request on BOE, he tested it right away. And interestingly, he found out that it didn't work with his newer and uh, an Android phone. So we were able to work together on that. I passed him some proposed tests and he fixed them. He tested them and they worked and we got fixes in right away. And thanks to Scott for uh, reviewing all the BLE changes that went in last week all at once and also uh hooray for maker melissa for jumping in with both feet on a on writing writing drivers job so far that's terrific for sure all right okay. thanks dan next up is jerry um yeah it's, um Again, thanks uh, also back to Dan and all the all the great updates to, for the BLE support. Um, it's really coming along fast. And uh, thanks to Hook to Maker Mosa for that fix to the Fram library. It uh, looked like it was going to be a trivial little thing, and then turned out to be quite a quite a project. Nice job on that. And um, and Brent and Catney for the RFM bonnet guides uh, guide that uh, came in really handy, and those are fun to play with. Uh, also, Sean Heimel, I'm really glad to see uh, the official port to the, the some of the SparkCon boards. I've, I've had one of those original Spark Sanity 21 boards for a long, long time, and I, I kept loading the Arduino Zero build to it, and it sort of worked, but it's really nice to have an official build for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and everybody else, congratulations on Beta 4. It's really uh, 
big step. Thanks. All right, and that is hug reports. Next up is status updates. Again, status updates uh, is where we'll talk for a couple minutes about what we've been doing over the course of the week and what we plan to do over the course of the following week. Um, and it gives everybody a chance to sort of uh, provide any um, any sort of uh, suggestions or information or help um, on um, what everyone's doing. And uh, as well, uh, just gives everyone a chance to connect and know what everyone else is up to. I will start and we will be going again uh, down the list alphabetically. Um, and I will read off people who are not in the meeting um, as we go. So uh, last week, uh, we finished updating cookie cutter. So uh, please take a look at the guide for updated information on running cookie cutter the next time you run it. There is more information required. However, it does make a lot less work later. So you'll want to take a look. Um, the guide's been updated to reflect uh, what each thing is and what, um, what you need to enter for it. If you find any bugs, please let us know because uh, we um, we tested it, but uh, obviously there's still the opportunity. Um, I updated the PN532 guide for the CircuitPython and Python usage. Uh, the PropMaker Featherwing guide and the Radiobonic guides are both um, finished and published. Uh, I helped uh, Maker Melissa get her library released and into the bundle. Uh, again, great job with that. Um, created another fritzing object. Uh, we added Adafruit to the Discord open source listing. Uh, the PR was merged and we're waiting on getting added to the page itself. Um, I can't remember if Ampi was deprecated last week or this week, um, but it has been handed over to a community member for future maintenance, which is amazing. And uh, there's probably more I'm forgetting or conflating with the week before. So this week is primarily, I will be making my first part in Eagle. Um, which is going to be an adventure. Uh, today is Library Monday, as always. So I'll be going through and making sure that everything is um, set with that uh, and helping anybody with any questions, that sort of thing. And then later this week, we're going to be doing a Getting Started with BLE and CircuitPython guide that has uh, quick examples um, on, to do various things with, um, with CircuitPython and BLE. Um, there's uh, not a lot of documentation out yet on it, obviously, because it's still brand new. So we are aiming to change that. Uh, and that is my status update. Next up, Lady Ada. Hello, can you hear me? I can. Yay, okay, this worked. Um, status update this weekend, um, I spent a bunch of time um, uh, working on ESP32 as a Wi-Fi coprocessor, but using SPI instead of uh, UART, and it works like really, really, really well. I'm using the Arduino um, written SPI uh, NINA firmware, and yeah, it's like super fast and very stable, and you can get data. It uses actually a lot less memory because you're not caching huge UART chunks of data. Mm -hmm. um, so check that out if you have uh, ESP32 module you'd like to try as a coprocessor. It will not work on the particle argon because they only um, have the UART pins connected. Um, I also designed a bunch of hardware. We have a Metro M4 Express Wi-Fi, so it's a Metro M4 Express, you know and love, but I kind of shoved things around and stuck an ESP32 on there. So you could use this code that I just wrote and maybe make some internet connected CircuitPython stuff. This is kind of 
with the goal of 5.0 will be our kind of um, maybe Wi-Fi internet themed release. Just like 4.0 is Bluetooth, maybe we'll do like a Wi-Fi um, like solid release in five. I also designed uh, NR52840 Metro and uh, NR52840 Itsy Bitsy. Check that out in the leaks. We leaked it. Um, there's no hardware yet. And uh, yeah, mostly it was just this ESP32 stuff that I've been hacking on. I'm also going to have Katni, as you mentioned, do some Eagle Cats. We'll get some cool new sensors into um, manufacturing design. Um, Helga Tan's like, what's your Helga port? Well, thanks, Scott, for all the great graphics stuff because I've been using it all weekend. It's been nice and solid. Uh, Brent has just written some great guides. Thank you, uh, Carter, for Arduino library help and support. Dan, who uh, has got the um, Bluefruit Connect app working with uh, NR52840, which is amazing. And uh, Maker Melissa for the RA8875 library. Amazing. Um, thank you for doing that. I would not have gotten to it, but um, I think it's cool that we're having more and more display stuff um, available and in the works. And uh, Katni for taking a lot off my plate. Uh, she never says no to learning new things, which is amazing. <laughs> I learned fritzing last week and is learning EagleCAD this week. Uh, before you know it, we'll have you designing rockets. All right. That's my uh, news and hugs. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Um, all right, next is uh, Maker Melissa. Okay, uh, last week I got the RA8875 library um, released and integrated into the bundle. Uh, I completed fixing a couple issues on the frame library. It was originally because the max size was the highest amount, and um, there ended up being some other bugs I found while testing that. And also I started in on the Featherwing library and this week I'm going to continue working on that and adding some new boards. And if I finish that up, I'll focus on some other library issues. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing that. All right. Um, so I've got a few people to read off now. Um, first one is uh, Phil PT. Uh, who has uh, updated awesome circuit Python. Please do PRs for updates to keep it current. Um, link is in the notes. This, every one of these has a link in the notes. Um, if you want to help update awesome circuit Python list, uh, add any old new circuit Python stuff that we are doing or that you find, uh, that would be great. Uh, the newsletter is in draft. It's the biggest one yet. Contributions are welcome each week. Um, again, that is on GitHub. And so if you want to do a PR to it anytime during the week, please do. Um, if you find something CircuitPython or you're doing something CircuitPython that you, you think is cool, uh, we would love to know about it. Um, basically, we go through and we put all kinds of um, projects and sort of things that we see people doing throughout the week. Um, it's, uh, and it's Python for microcontrollers overall. So if um, any kind of you know, Python happening on hardware, uh, feel free to do a PR for that. Uh, the CircuitPython Reddit community is taking off. If you're on Reddit, please join up. Um, and lots of new updates and art in the CircuitPython art folder. Uh, it's hosted on Dropbox, so if you're looking for any kind of graphics um, related to CircuitPython, take a look at that. Uh, next up is Sean Heimel, who has no mic, um, who this week added SparkFun SAMD21 dev board and also added the SparkFun SAMD21 dev and mini boards to Moo Editor 
PR checks out waiting for merge. Excellent. Uh, and then next we have Sedacious. Last week, um, guide work with a side of on-disk bitmap. This week, finishing guide, new ESP-ish CircuitPython module, adding display IO and testing my M4 boards and testing the breakout I finished a while back. All right, and next up is Summersoft. Last week, minor cookie cutter tweets, tweaks rather, uh, for Adabot, tabulated core download stats reduces section length by 16 lines. Uh, started work to mitigate intermittent Travis cron failures with the library report. On frequency in, still fighting both accurate event counting and associated logic and math. Apologies for the incoherent status update on this last week. Uh, this week, frequency in, and with Adabot, finish the cron failures mitigation and work on new line issue for Google Docs transcription. All right, next up is Scott. Hello. Um, <laughs> I was just like, got, I got down here. I was like, oh, wait, I never wrote anything in the notes. Um, but let me think. Uh, last night I did uh, 4.0 beta 1. Um, as Dan was talking about, Jerry found some issues with the BLE stuff that they got promptly fixed right after beta 0 went out. Uh, I actually fixed a bug in display IOs, color handling as well at that time. So uh the newsletter goes out tomorrow and we were gonna have a section on the beta release and i just couldn't get myself to encourage people to use beta zero so i released beta one because it has those fixes in it um really do want to get to the point where we're releasing it once a week for a while here as we're as we're bug hunting um i went heads down last week on terminal work so uh actually making uh circuit python show the REPL, like the serial output to displays after they're hooked up, um, is really handy uh, just as a, a a way to see what your code is outputting. Um, if you take over the display, obviously it won't show what the terminal is showing, but uh, the moment that your code stops running, it will basically give it back to the, to the CircuitPython terminal and show the output. Um, so if people want to test that, let me know. It's not checked in yet. Um, what I'm going to do at the start of this week is, uh, polish it up so that, uh, kind of all of the minimal things work and then I'll get it checked in and people can try it. Um, it's going to be really cool for any devices that we release that have built-in displays because you'll just start it up. If you do your like little print hello world, like it'll actually go to, to the display just, uh, by default. Um, very cool. Yeah, so I'm curious to see what people think of that. It's very slow at this point, but um, it's still kind of cool. Um, and then the other thing is that uh, thank you to everybody for the CircuitPython 2019 posts. Uh, I have went through the feedback that I got on the aggregate doc or the aggregate blog, aggregate blog post, and we'll be posting that today as well. So that will be done and in the newsletter for tomorrow as well. So um, I think that's it uh once the terminal stuff is done i want to focus on bug fixing for 4.0 so um and then i was also considering uh there's this heap bug and i was thinking about actually doing it as a live stream so if people want me to like live stream like three four hours maybe working on this uh pretty like detailed low level bug let me know 
um, and we can figure out a time maybe later this week, early next week, after the terminal stuff's wrapped up. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think it could be kind of interesting, and I kind of feel like live streaming. So, uh, yeah, uh, already got one yes. So if any other anybody else wants to see that, uh, let me know, and, and we'll figure out what time works for you. Um, so that's me. That's what I'm thinking about. Excellent. Thanks, Scott. Mm -hmm. All right, TG Techie, what is your status update? Um, so this past week, I've been working on the hardware for my tricorder. Um, mm -hmm. I made a large number of mistakes in the motherboard, but other than that, most of the boards seem to be working. So it's uh, like... Uh, it's kind of like the soldered version of a wire-wrapped board on the inside right now. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm actually holding it in my hand right now. It's booted up, running a GUI, and it's not plugged into anything. And it has a sensor on it. It's surreal that two and a half years ago, I, I, it didn't exist, and now it does. And I really couldn't have done it without Circuit Python. Um, Excellent. So that's what I've done. I also ported 2048 to it uh, from one of my friends. 2048 Python code. Um, so that's been a treat. And my goal for this week is to completely rewrite the GUI in one week. Um, it's a challenge, but I've come up with a couple of ways where I think I could make it a lot easier to use and mm -hmm. more straightforward and less memory intensive. So that's my goal. Excellent. Sounds great. Thank you. Okay. Next up is Brent. Um, whoa, that was a lot of text. Okay, cool. Uh, last week we released all of the variations of the Lorabond. We were running the RFM 96, RFM 69, European frequencies, United States frequencies. Um, they're Circuit Python powered. Uh, we, I have a guide out for using them with Lora, LoRaWAN. If you can't afford a $200 LoRaWAN gateway, you can use it, um, powered by CircuitPython again. Wrote up a guide last week on building, if you're building your own Blinka board or you bricked your CircuitPython board, uh, you can flash the bootloader back to the board and then drag in the UF2. And this week, starting up second semester of grad school, um, excited about that. And writing another CircuitPython Laura LoRaWAN guide. Um, this one's going to take multiple feathers running the RFM9X library and talk to the radio bonnet using the radio bonnet as a gateway and then it will exfiltrate the data to Adafruit IO so you could visualize the data and it's like a circuit python network. Wow. Sounds cool. Looking forward to that. Well me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. Thanks, Brent. Thank you. Next up is Dan. Okay. So uh, last week, as I mentioned, we put uh, BLE IO into CircuitPython, and I released a couple of helper libraries to help you use the Blue Fruit LE Connect app, Android and iOS, and then updated those um, and fixed them a couple of times and, and uh, fixed some bugs in BLE IO, which is, and those fixes are now in um, beta one. Um, as I mentioned, Jerry found some problems with iPhone 7s and or his iPhone 7, but not 6. And it turns out there's actually a hardware difference in the Bluetooth hardware between 6 and 7. 
and there's a software difference and we had to fix that and it's all fine now and then i built this extremely quick 90 minute uh of how to use the Bluefruit Connect app to use BLE and CircuitPython. I showed it on Show and Tell, and I'm writing up a guide for that. That was amazing. I was like, it was, I usually think about these things like before I get out of bed in the morning and then kind of plan it. And then it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but this time it did. There's still there's some there's still some uh, various late uh, outstanding bugs. It turns out that you can't use the BLEIO if you're not connected to USB, which is sort of strange, and we'd like to fix that. And so TAC is working on that. It's a conflict between library and um, the soft device library, which we in the NRF chips. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be. Um, for the rest of the week to get all this stuff working and write up the guide and so forth. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Dan. Uh, next up is Jerry. Um, yeah, well, as we reported, I spent a bunch of time last week playing with the, the BLE stuff and uh, having a lot of fun with it. And and the, the, the BLE, the Bluefruit Connect app is is really, really nice to be able to use with it. Um, um, just makes makes connecting things <laughs> pretty simple and uh and easy to test but um also just the other little pieces are starting starting to make a lot more sense to me now and being able to play with the different beacons and things like that so it's it's really nice to have that working um found a little bug in the ESPAT control stuff fixed that um that was a interesting thing came out of a discord question um just a difference between the ESP32 and the 8266 uh the way they respond to some of the commands and um, and then I've also been playing with uh, running the ESP AT control stuff on a, on a Feather NRF fifty two eight forty and that, with an ESP thirty two it's working really well. Um, nice. I've been finding that the NRF boards interact much more cleanly with the um, ESP thirty two and the eighty six six than the than the M four boards do for some reason. It just seems to be, at least for me I'm getting a lot better response that way. Mm -hmm. uh, don't know if it's something different in the UARTs or what, but um, and, uh, and then spent a bunch of time playing with the with the RFM Net 9x bonnet on the RPI. Thanks for getting that out. That's really been been nice to have, and uh, that's my next project this week is to get some some radio projects actually up and running and, and working. Got one going now, monitoring the temperature in a in a conduit in my house that froze up on us last week, realizing oh. that I need to keep it warmer. So it's nice to be able to keep an eye on it. That's working yeah. really well. And uh, also spend a, plan to spend a bunch of time doing BLE stuff. Uh, excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, and that is status updates. So last, uh, last up, we have in the weeds. Uh, this is where we have any long discussions. If you have any concepts or uh, things you want to talk about, please put them in the text chat and we will add them to the notes. And then uh, when we get to them, we will talk about them. Um, that way we're not uh, waiting around. So if um, if, they're, if we reach the end of it and no one else has posted, um, we'll know that we're good to go. 
So uh, the first thing we have in the weeds is PyCon in-person meetups. Uh, and that is Scott who posted that. Would you like to talk about it? Yeah, I just uh, was, I think we're starting to plan the events that we're going to go to this year, at least in the first half of the year. And I mm -hmm. want to encourage everybody who um, is on these calls or, or is interested in CircuitPython to uh, try and sync up with us and actually meet up at one of these uh, conferences. Um, personally, I will be at PyCascades in Seattle, which is uh, at the end of February. And then um, PyCon is in Cleveland at the start of May. Um, I will be there as well. And then I was looking at doing Teardown in Portland in June. I, I am really excited about that. And they overlapped with PyCon last year. Uh, but yet this year they don't. So um, I just wanted to encourage everybody, uh, if you're interested in meeting up and having a couple days to hang out and just get to know each other and talk CircuitPython and everything else, um, check out those dates and we'd love to see you there. Um, and if you need to, uh, if you're interested but may not be able to swing it financially, um, talk with us and maybe we could help you out. Um, so let us know and uh, we can see what we can do um, because we value everybody in this community and getting together would be really cool. So um, yeah, yeah, reach out, sure. reach out to us if, if, if time is not the issue, cause we can't really give you time. Uh, if there's <laughs> other issues that we can help with, let us know and, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. And uh, Dan and I will also be at PyCon um, for sure. So you can reach out to any one of us. Um, we are starting to plan it now, so uh, it's a good time to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And um, if you have any other talk. events uh, that you go to that we may not be at, uh, but need support in some way that way, um, or just want to try to arrange people to meet up, meet up there, let us know too. Yeah, absolutely. Any opportunity that we can take advantage of to, to meet up is excellent. Um, uh, we have we have done it at other events, and it's always been an excellent uh, an excellent situation, I think. So, all right. Yep, that's and all I that, have. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Um, nobody else has any other in the weeds. Um, so I think we're good to go, and I think we'll go ahead and wrap up. Uh, this has been the Circuit Python Weekly for the 28th of January, 2019. Um, we uh, are available uh, all week in the CircuitPython Discord channel. Um, if you're interested in, in chatting with us, uh, feel free to come find us. That's adafru.it slash discord. Uh, join up and uh, come, come and chat. Um, we, are, we are there all week talking about dev stuff, helping people out with issues, um, any sort of thing. Uh, and every week we have this meeting. It is in the CircuitPython audio chat, um, which is also on Discord. So again, if you're watching this later and you're interested in uh, being a part of this, please join us. Um, we would love to have you. And uh, with that, I will say thank you to everyone who joined us and thank you to all of our lurkers as well. We are always happy to have uh, as many people listening in as possible. Um, so thank you to everyone for participating, and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody.
waiting for the people who are typing. Ah, Deshipu says, if you're going to Fostem, reach out to him. He'll be there. All right, bye.